Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Champa Bay for Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Well, Justin, it's a shame that the NFL doesn't give us any storylines to talk about on a oh, weekly man. basis. Clearly, we're just going to sit here and just have nothing to say because... Well, to be clear, I'm planning on staying for the whole show and not ripping my shirt off and throwing it to the stands. So. <laughs> Honestly, after um, the midweek show, if you However, do that, I have a suitable replacement for you. The, the feedback yeah, I got... not cool. Not cool. I the, saw. The I feedback saw. I got, I, I, congratulations to um, Coach Steve, Steve yeah. O'Neill. Uh, Join me for a rare, rare, random Wednesday morning show where we talk mostly Burks High School football, focusing obviously on why missing for clearly obvious reasons, as he's a a graduate and a longtime coach of why missing. And we had a great time. So to be honest, did not know he was a graduate of why missing. Okay, I did know that. Um, but we, we got into po- stuff about uh, him and Wilde that I didn't know. Uh, it was fun to talk to him about that. We talked a little NFL because he's a Broncos fan, so he's feeling a little down today after yeah. the Broncos performance. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun and uh, a lot of reaction from people. Uh, he's got a, a big uh, supporter base. Um, you know, I tag him and whatever, and people see that, and I appreciate them uh, tu- tuning in live or after the fact. And Got some feedback from uh, fellow coaches, and uh, especially one, uh, uh, someone you're familiar with, uh, Bruce Badgley, said, yeah. uh, watch out, Justin's about to get Wally Pipped. I know, pipped. I know, so, I know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I appreciate Steve uh, pinch hitting for you. That was great. It was a great show. Um, but it is nice to have you back in the studio for our normal NFL discussion. And obviously, facetiously talking about the NFL not providing us with anything to talk about because... Whew, what a week 17. Yes. Uh, and I know a lot has been said over the last probably close to a decade now about the NFL expanding their season. But when it comes to more football, I'm never going to be unhappy because generally we're talking about, well, the regular season's over. It's week 17. Right. Not so fast, my friend. Right. Well, and, and like I was talking to my dad today about this, like 
you know, it could have worked out and you could see it coming this year that it wasn't going to be this way, but it could have worked out so that the, you have a ton of meaningless games in week 18. And that would have been a bit of a downer. It would have been like, Oh yay. Like we just took week four of the preseason and moved it to week 18. You know what I mean? Right. Like if the only thing, sorry, if the only thing that mattered this coming week was like draft positions, um, you know, no one would be all that worked up about it except Giants fans. But, <laughs> you know, that's not the case. There are a ton of playoff implication games next weekend, um, including a, a large number of winning you're in or potentially based on some other scenarios, games where like winner goes in, loser goes home kind of scenario, like where either team wins in their end. Like, yeah, man, th- that's awesome. I, yeah. I'm all for that. It's going to be a lot of fun, and that is all about. But we'll really boast West divisions. Yeah. Um. I think the because have the Chiefs locked up the division. Yeah, the Chiefs have the division champion, but yeah. they have wild card teams that are fighting for it: the right. Raiders and the Chargers. And then in the NFC West, you have them having a round you, robin you here. Have the at the Raiders, end of the Chargers, and possibly. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you have the Raiders and Chargers. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, impossibly the Raiders. And impossibly like, the Raiders. Oh, wait, <laughs> right. no. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. Starting the new year out right. But in the NFC West, you have Rams 49ers. Rams win. They win the division. Yeah. You have then the Seahawks playing the Cardinals. And if the 49ers win, a Cardinals win over the Seahawks would give them the division. Right. But the- also... The Niners are in with a win, but if they lose and the Saints win, they could get jumped for a and the Eagles win. They could get jumped for a playoff spot. Like, yeah, it's there's still a lot crazy. of teams right. alive. Unfortunately, one of them that was eliminated today was my Dolphins after a pathetic performance uh, two years in a row now with everything on the line. Um, this year wasn't a clinching scenario, but you put yourself in that situation where they were already right. in the playoffs right now. You win, you're not going to drop out by winning. Right. But I, they laid an egg against the Titans today. Uh, 34 to 3 got absolutely um, manhandled uh, in Tennessee. And now all they get to do is go home with their tails between their legs to welcome in New England, who got a destruction, a, a huge blow to the Jaguars today, 50 to 10. Uh, that was the home finale for New England, which my uncle's been talking about for a while, saying that, that Jacksonville yeah. was the final home game for them. And I don't know. You texted me, and we've been saying it. I don't know if we've said this on the air. We've, we've mentioned to it because we talk a lot about how you can be overrated and still really good. Yeah. And we kind of both felt that Trevor Lawrence fell into that yes. category. Like he can be really good. And, and this is when he was still in college and like looking so good at Clemson. There was just something that I was just like, I don't see it. I didn't see him as the next Deshaun Watson, which there were a number people of people thought who he was like, better. He's better. He's better. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, that's well, a- they say, were saying he's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Right. And, so here's the thing. That's a whole and, other and you thing. You and I said it's tough because the Jaguars are so bad. It's really hard to tell. And if they were my team, and or if he was my guy, you know, or if he were from Penn State, I'd be like, "You're doing me this after one year." That, that no, was a trash and, and we're not selling. Right? No, we're not like, selling. But I just think we need to. But he have... was supposed to be a generational talent, right? He's supposed like generational talent supposed to come in and not get smacked by fifty to a team forty. <laughs> Sorry. 50 to 10 <laughs> to a team 
that also drafted a rookie quarterback. Right. Now, I'm not saying Mac Jones should have gone to Jacksonville. Mac Jones goes to Jacksonville. Mac Jones, Mac and, Jones isn't and looking Jacksonville any are than, also terrible. Yeah. But the thing is, like, what is Jacksonville going to do to be not in the same spot next, next year. year? Right. Like, they could be, they very well could end up with the number one overall draft pick again. I think. They I think they basically have, haven't they? Well, they have two is, wins, is, right? Is it Detroit? Detroit has two, but, but Detroit they have a tie has the tie, yeah. right? So they, oh, I think the only way Jacksonville doesn't have the is one is if they, they win next week and Detroit loses. Right now, who do they? Who does Jacksonville? Detroit play? plays Green Bay. So Detroit plays Green Bay, who may or may not need to win. For depends the on this outcome that right. we're watching here against right. Minnesota. Because that loss. Well, and hang on. So they didn't play the. Did they play the Rams? Did the Packers play the Rams? I don't know about the I don't, I don't the, know the crossovers like that. Just because I think the Rams are at twelve wins now, like I, I yeah, I, I'm not sure um, if if Green Bay clinches the one seed with a win tonight. Um, they go a long way, but yeah, it, it. But to take a step back, there are scenarios everywhere, but Jacksonville, man, not good. I just and I don't know, not great. Like, and and here you go, maybe. Again, he's he's been he's gotten it, and he's I think he's done well. But like a guy like Byron Leftwich, who is going to interview for that job, or a guy like Kellen Moore, who's going to interview for that job, virtually this week apparently. What, like, what would make you want that job? Right, you know someone's I mean? got to like, take it. Like if if you're Byron Leftwich and you're like, all oh, right, well, I know that Brady's going to stay another year. You, you know, like I mean, like I feel like he would have the insight into that. If he's going to play another year, why wouldn't I stay in Tampa and try for a better job? You know what I mean? Like, I know it becomes dangerous right. and you, you take the shot and you don't get to that level and then not think you can turn a team around. But Jacksonville what, had one good year in the last 20. Yeah, I don't. And they I don't know that it's that bad, but and they've, they've not been near the top. But. <laughs> I just I, I can't see Jacksonville Jacksonville having a turnaround and resurgence like we're seeing in Cincinnati, which what yeah, happened today with the Bengals and Chiefs yeah. what a statement by Cincinnati. Yes. Well two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Man, Joe Burrow. And and so here you go. In the same time that there there can be questions in Jacksonville. I'm not saying that he's the guy, but I'm just saying, like, it's fair enough to say at the end of this year that you don't know that he's your guy. You know what I mean? And and that's the problem. Like, you want to know that he's your guy, even if the team's terrible, you know? But the team is so bad, and it was so many issues, because you hired Urban Meyer, in part, yeah. that, like, you don't even know going into, like, you know, the future. Now, all that aside... You see the balls just blowing all over the place. It's crazy. It's cold there. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um. <laughs> oh, he's like hurt or something. Oh, did he get hurt? I missed it. Too busy talking. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then you know, since I hit two years in a row on their top five pick, you know, like they they've hit two years in a row. Yeah. And and one of the keys here is that remember, and I was kind of in this group. I'm like, I like Jamar Chase a lot. Like, I would have loved for the Eagles to get Jamar Chase, and I knew he probably wasn't going to be around before the Eagles traded back. But everybody was like, oh, they should have taken the left tackle because 
Joe Burrow, you know, tore his ACL last year, and they're not going to be able to protect him all year. Well, guess what? He's thrown for 900-some yards the last two weeks. And Oh, and won the division. Yeah, which, I mean, think about that. How many times has Cincinnati won that division in the last 30 years? Right. I think they won it in, like, 2016, I think it said. Um, Did they win it one year with Andy Dalton? I was thinking yeah, it had been since Carson yeah, so Palmer. So I think they – it just popped up. I think it was the first time they've won it since, like, 2016, but then it hadn't been since Carson Palmer. Like 2009 um, or 2010, something like that. But that was when um, – that one Steelers defender rolled up on Carson Palmer, remember? Yes, oh, and I remember. That was like the end. Yeah. That the was Bengals like were really good. Of, the beginning of the end Bengals for were the really Bengals good. there. And it's funny because lots of people talk about the hits that, like, um, well, and it came up again today, that certain Bengals players had put on Antonio Brown and, and things like that in, in playoff games and stuff. But, like, the hit that was put on Carson Palmer – was then outlawed not after Carson Palmer got hurt. It was after Tom Brady got hurt that they said you can't hit quarterbacks below the knee anymore. But like was Carson it, Palmer did got that hurt. Carson Palmer's happened before Brady's because Brady's was 08. I don't know that it happened. I thought it did. Because Palmer like Dalton was there. How long was Dalton there? See, I was thinking that that, that was the Carson Palmer in his heyday with the Bengals, I thought was like 09, 2010. It could be. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I'm not a Bengals historian, but I do know that Jamar Chase is ridiculous. And you know, and I've been on the record, yeah. he was the guy I wanted Miami yeah. to get. Yeah. But they were a pick, yeah. pick too late. But right. I, I'm, but I'm that, not right, upset right, with Jalen right. Waddle. No, like, no, I don't, I am no. not anti Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I love Jalen Waddle. I'm, he's been one bright spot on that Miami offense all year. Yeah. Uh, he's doing great things. Um, today wasn't, Great for Miami in general. They've got another week, which will be his 16th game because he missed one due to COVID. So he's breaking records that match everyone that had done it um, in 16 games. My, Miami season records I'm talking about. But uh, Jamar Chase, he had that wacky and weird like training camp and preseason where yeah. he's dropping balls and stuff. Yeah. And and people were just like, oh, oh man, I don't know. But man, as he exploded and pairing him back with Burrow. And Burrow is one of those guys who... Because of the SEC thing with LSU, I I, I was just kind of like whatever. Like I I never got into like I'm not saying it's wrong, but I never got into the hype that that LSU team is one of the greatest of, in college football history. I just didn't care. Like I was just like it's LSU. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever. I I, I associate them mostly laughing about the Jamarcus Russell stuff from yes. you know 15 years ago. Um, whatever. I guess I'm not, wasn't for or against Burrow, but since he's gotten to the NFL and honestly, you know what this could be because me getting into trading cards again last year. Right. And he was one of the first, I pulled a really nice card of his and growing up. I, the Bengals were always one of those other teams that I was like, yes, one of the reasons Kajana Carter yes. going there in 95 helped, um, Dolphins through and through, but Bengals was always but one also, of those teams that, I, in the back of, of my life, head, most of our they've life, been terrible. They've been terrible, so it didn't okay. matter, right. right? You can be like, I can, I like the Bengals. Right. How can you root against the Bengals? Right. It's the Bengals. Right. So, you know, now that Miami's out of the playoffs, I got to find a team to latch on to, and obviously it's the Chiefs. Obviously it's the Chiefs, but I would put the Bengals at second, maybe, and we'll have to see. I'll have to see, you know, where where those other teams are. Unacceptable. Um, but Jamar Chase, ridiculous. And here's something, and this will probably segue into a topic that my dad asked us to cover. No, oh, gosh. Both, I would think, both NFL Rookies of the Year, 
did not play college football at all in 2020. Yeah. yeah. I saw Ross Tucker tweeted about that today. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh, it only dawned on me when I was hearing the ridiculousness of Jamar Chase's season, because we've been all about Micah Parsons. Obviously, he's a Penn Stater. We want him to win the defensive player of the year and the defensive rookie of the year. He, I think he's got the rookie of the year. I, I don't think. I would think so. Would um, think so. He, he's going to need to have, I think, a big week next year, next week against the Eagles <laughs> to have a yeah. defensive player of the year because of the years that Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett, um, TJ Watt, um, right. uh, Trevon Diggs, his teammate, right. are, are having as well. But so Micah and Jamal, and I know them yeah, sitting out the whole year is different. The thing with Trevon Diggs that. Yes, he has a ton of picks. Most of those picks came early in the year. And second of all, he's given up more passing yards against him than any I, I don't think TV. he's going to win. No, I he's don't He's in the conversation. Don't. And don't get me wrong. He's having an outstanding year. I would love to have him on my team. But, like, you know, I feel like teams have – just like teams adapt to offensive players, you know, that early on, I feel like teams have adapted to digs a little bit. Whereas they haven't adapted to Parsons as much as like throwing double teams at him, is that like, but that that works because the Cowboys have enough guys that if you double team someone, you're gonna have right. trouble somewhere else. But the thing I was yeah. was alluding to was both those players didn't play college football in 2020, preparing for the 2021 draft. Now that was COVID related, yeah. So it's not exactly the same thing, it's not. but. Over the last two or three weeks, we've been seeing a bunch of collegiate players opting mm-hmm. out, choosing not to play for self-preservation because of their status as a future NFL player, not wanting to get hurt. And this is a perfect time to talk about it because of all that happening. And then what happened to Matt Coral last right. last night, right. I haven't heard any more of what exactly is so his I injury. So I saw that the x-rays were negative was all I saw. Okay, that doesn't help with ligament issues, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. And I think it's his ankle. Okay. I think, All right. I, I think, thought it was his knee. So, right. if it's his ankle, that's I thought better. it was his ankle, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But, yeah, you're watching that. And I am not an Ole Miss fan. I don't like Lane Kiffin. But, like, to be fair, Ole Miss has been fun to watch at times over the last couple of years because they just try and out. Try to outscore everybody. Everybody does that, but they're not so worried about defense. They're just going out there to score. We points. can't lose if they don't score, <laughs> right? So, but they, you know, and you see this, and you know, they literally on the broadcast are like, Matt Corral is not one of those guys who opted out. He said he couldn't do that to his teammates. And then, like three plays later, he gets rolled up on, and I'm like, oh no, he broke his leg. Like, I'm as the play's happening because big dude from I behind take it over a broken leg over a torn knee. Not not dirty play. But just like rolls up, and you're just like, Ooh, oh no, that's not good. oh no, and you see him like grabbing it right away, and you're so, like, oh no. This is one of those things that I I make everyone mad yeah. because I see it both ways, yep. and I no, want to find a middle ground, right? Because and I don't, I don't, and I have no idea if this is so. One as a lifetime, longtime football fan, I do not want to see these guys not playing in a bowl game. Correct. Like I hate it. I, right. Like on the surface, like that is my response. I don't like it. It's not cool. It's not fun. It's not what it was meant to be. However, I also understand the reasoning 100%. Absolutely. Like, I, I get it. But there has to be a way to give these players an option. Like we live in a world that is dominated by insurance policies. State Farm <laughs> sponsors every one of these games. And this, again, probably has or something to do with you know, the NCAA. 
that there would have to be something changed. And who the heck knows if you'd have to get the federal government involved. Good luck with that. But how is it not? Yes, but the federal government may not even be the problem in this particular case because you're dealing with the NCAA. Well, that's what I, there's a lot of balls in the What's air. That tell you? I don't know what clown is juggling them, but there yes. has to be a way that you, you give the, the, the option to either one allow the school to cover a what a catastrophic insurance, right. a catastrophic injury insurance. Obviously, the player has to be okay with it. You can't be like, you have to play, but don't worry, we'll cover you for this. Because it's right. not the same thing. Right. You're still a player that you're going to lose something. But you're also getting a lot then right. if it would happen. Right. So I think it would cause the, the opt-outs to at least drop a little if you give them some kind right. of guarantee. Like, hey, we will cover you for this amount should something happen. Um, and like, I'm not a lawyer or an insurance person. I don't know all, all the ins and outs but of it. But there's lots of money and lots of smart people, they can make this work. Like, they can make... Right. And it'll take another you're, 12 years. You're not going to create we'll a perfect system. You're not going to create a perfect system. <laughs> but you know what you can do? You can create a better system. Yeah. And there's lots of room for improvement. Like, you're you're not getting opt-outs when you make the college football playoffs. So right. I saw a bunch of people say, well, when it gets bigger, it'll be better. Probably, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if you're into an 8, 12, 16-team system, then I guess all the players right. on all those teams are probably going to be all in, I guess. Um, I do wish the Bulls were still relevant. Uh, until I yesterday, I don't think I watched a single second of any other ga- bowl games. And yesterday, I watched a bunch. Yeah, I didn't watch a ton. But I just... And most of them I was watching for sh- fruit. Because I wanted teams to lose. Right. I wanted Pitt to lose. So, right. You know, so, I wanted Notre Dame to lose. So when I look at it, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. So like when I'm watching Penn State, like I can't help but be like, oh man, I wish Dotson we didn't weren't down five Brister defensive starters. Those guys were were playing. Like I I completely get that. But at the same time, and I said this before the game and before the Matt Corral situation, I'm like, I would be sick. And again, personally, I have nothing on the line, but like. I root for these guys, and, like, we talked about Parsons leading into this. Like, he's a Penn Stater. I hope he does well. I don't want him to do well next week against the Eagles, <laughs> but, like, I, I want him to do Like, I want him to do well. I want Saquon to do well. I want Chris Godwin to do well. Not right. when it is negative towards the Eagles, but I want them to do well. Like, seeing more and more Penn State guys be having being good in the NFL is, is great. It's great for the program. But... Like, so, like, I, I want them to be good, and I'm rooting for them, and I feel like it's – okay, and this may be Penn State-specific in our view, but, like, I feel like Penn State – not necessarily us, but Penn State so often is, like, it's more than just, like, we're we're trying to educate these young men, and mm-hmm. we're trying to, you know, prepare them, you know, make – it feels a bit backwards to me to then be, like – I only care about you if you're making the decision I agree with to play in a game that is low reward and high risk for you. Like, it just doesn't settle with me. I don't think it's wrong. Like, I think it's okay to be like, I want these guys to play. But you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, no, you come to Penn State. Franklin preaches it. We're going to graduate you. You know, we're going to do all these things. We're going to set you up so that you're prepared to be successful beyond for for your a lifetime, whether that's in football or something oh my else, yeah. And then and then doing? to go the other way and be like, oh, what the second you're not benefiting me as a fan in something that has become an exhibition, essentially those bowl right. games, yeah. Then it 
then you know to be like, oh well, I don't like that or I don't I don't care about that player anymore. And not that that's what they're saying, like, but it just it doesn't settle right with me. Does that make sense? Like, no, and, I get it. I think I was I was more on the fence about this. I feel like until this year, honestly, I maybe leaned the other way until this this year. And when I I read the article on the Athletic about it was one of the Michigan articles about Jake, Jake Butt. Butt and like. You know, reading the excerpts like from when he's in the locker room on the phone with the insurance company because he knew he blew out his knee. And I, I forget who the other player was, but they had a Michigan player opted out of that game. And he's in the locker room like sick, like can't even look at him because he he's like, I didn't play. You know, it could have been me. Like one of those types of things. Like I'm just like, I don't know how – like I'd be sick if a 22-year-old lost – their dream, and I think the tough thing is there's there's aren't there aren't really comparisons to this, you know, like there aren't things to compare it to. I know people have compared it to like, well, you know, if if you were like in a class where like the class got a grade, I'm like, yeah, but see, when you walk into the class, like no one's getting injured in that class, and that ruins their engineering you know, like career. You know what I mean? Like, and I know there aren't many career-ending injuries. But their career altering injuries and no, it, I, it's tough. And I, I think I I might feel different if it's a, if it's a playoff game. If it's a playoff game, I feel like you're still in. But I love that the Bulls had meaning. I want the Bulls to continue to have meaning. But I I think that's on the Bulls in the NCAA or college football, whatever that is to fix and not like the players. Does that make sense? Like, um, so I, I think it's to them. An interesting point to this is Mackenzie Milton tweeted this out. He's like, in his opinion, one of the biggest issues is the time, the six weeks between the end of the season and when these games are played. He's like, you're telling people, listen, you're got, you got to start preparing for the biggest job interview of your life, preparing for the NFL. And you've got to offset that by six weeks because we all know the workouts they do versus the practices they do are very different, very different. And so it, he's like, if you move those up and I, and he's, he wasn't saying like, Oh, it's just a snap of the finger. You can just move all those games up. But he's like, you're telling all these guys delay moving on for six weeks or more and then get on with pursuing your dream. He's like, it's just, it's tough. Some guys aren't going to do that. Whereas he thinks if you made it like if there was maybe just two weeks and then you start the, the playoffs the, the, or whatever. The, everything starts the week after Army Navy. Yeah. Like you have yeah. you have the have Army Championship, Navy being standalone. He- Heisman, Army, Navy, yeah. and then you start everything Why the next not? week. Especially if you're starting... going to an expanded playoff. And look, I get – all right, Rose Bowl needs to be January 1st. Okay, work it out so that the Rose Bowl is January 1st. Everything else, who cares what day it is? No one who cares. cares. It no doesn't one. matter. You can play the Outback Bowl, which is the you know eventual play in between. I don't know whoever you know, doesn't matter. Right between the five and the twelve, 12 seed, or whatever. Yeah, play that in the Outback Bowl on December eighteenth. That's right. <laughs> there we go. You know, heck yeah. But like, and I'm like, okay, that actually sounds good to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I don't think that. Cures all the problems, like there, and that's the thing. There's not one specific thing that's going to cure it all. But 
you can throw money at the players. I, I don't know how to do it, but you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's it can another, be like, done. To bring it back around to, there's got to be a way to ensure the guys don't leave yeah. while also protecting themselves right. for their future professional athlete career that they want to pursue. And that, you know, and, and my dad's mad because he thinks is the agents are protecting themselves, not the kids. And that could be part of it. You could, yeah. there are snakes in every industry. Absolutely. And lawyers and agents are usually high at the list of people saying, I don't like them. So you probably do have guys that are looking to sign with an agent and they're immediately saying, you need to stop playing. We need to get you to this. This is all about you now. Forget the team. And that's what bothers me. And right. that's why I don't like it. Right. And I, I never, I will never like it. Like, I hate it. No, I hate opt outs, and, and I get it. It, yeah. it makes me very mad, but I also get it. Like, it makes me mad on a like a general level. But right. I am not like at no point am I like Jahan Dotson is a no one. To, like, I'm, no, I'm not right. saying that. Right. No. I don't like it no. for everyone for everything, but I understand why they're doing it. Oh, 100%. There has to be a way to figure out to reduce its impact. And like you said, maybe moving up the bowls and expanding the playoffs will get more people to stay in. There has to be a way for the NCAA, the individual colleges, and now with NIL around, there's got to be a way that you can get a sponsorship or insurance or something for these guys that don't want to play because they're trying to protect their future career, their future livelihood. So it's one of those things. I don't like it, but I get it is, is where I'm at. And the only reason that it's coming up now, because I feel like this started about three or four years yes. ago. This is the first time Penn state's ever had that. Right. No Penn staters have ever opted out right. before this year. Right. But here's the thing. Part because, of it was well, like, it was, it was the big question was in the 2018 bowl yeah. with Saquon. Right. And he played and he played right against, Washington. Yeah. So. And, and like. It. I, I get it. And it's tough. And it's a big change from the way things were. But like. I. To kind of loop into this. I was watching when Herb Street and um, Desmond Howard were kind of like, you know, guys don't love the game now, like we said. And to be fair to them, like when you read it and stuff, like I feel like it sounds really bad. Like it sounds like no, I know people. It sounds like old man yelling at things. This is a little out of context, and and I feel like I feel like they got carried away in the conversation. You know what I mean? Like not that they don't mean what they said, but like I feel like yeah, like the context of it and the opportunities and money are different, right? Absolutely. And here's one of the things: somebody came at him, and I you have to say, "All right, well, Charles Woodson sat out, or not Charles Woodson." um, Desmond Howard sat out of rookie like training camp. He was a holdout. Like you didn't love football. You know, you don't love football. If you, you know, like, you, you know, like it's just, it did seem like old man yelling at cloud or old man, like, but get like off my lawn. On, on some but levels, like, they're right. It's just, it's not big picture. It's not complete picture. Right. It's 20, 25, 30 years later. This isn't the nineties anymore. Right. And like, again, I don't, I don't know. They're, specific situations but like some of these people like it's life-changing money for everyone but like it's different it's just different for some people like not everyone is andrew luck when your dad is what the ad or president well, at like well, high level universities you know what i mean how and many like, stories about Najee harris did we hear last right, year right and like you're gonna tell him like Hey, we want you to take this. Now he was uh, playing on Alabama, who's playing in the college football right. playoff so every maybe year. Maybe, so maybe it didn't matter, example. right? But like 
you know, yeah, you look at those guys and you're like, hey, like you have it's going to be generational wealth. And I just I I look at it as don't get me wrong, I would love to have to make this decision someday. It's never going to happen. But like talking to my son who has to make the decision, I don't know that I tell him to play in a game that's not a playoff game. You know what I mean? Like so, I don't know. So when you're having that conversation with Austin, I'll have right. that conversation with Logan. There we go. So you know, I, I'm we already have. If it's it. Penn State, though, you don't have Just, a choice. Well, to play. They, well, when they're both playing there together, <laughs> right? You know, in the playoff. It'll be the playoff. The college though, so football playoff. The, it'll, yeah, it won't matter. So I don't know if the ages will work out. Austin might be a super senior at that point. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's or fine. Even early. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sitting out that redshirt sophomore year too, That's right. right? That's right. Um, oh man. Just, uh, but my, my dad that. wanted us to cover that. I know how he feels, and I know he hates it. Like, I, right. and and I like I said, I hate it too. Like, I don't like it, but I understand it. And we need to figure out a way to right. make it. There's a better. lot of money <laughs> and smart people. Right, make it better. It, you're not going to make it perfect. No, you're not going to make it perfect. Make it better. You have the power to make it better. Do it. Right, and well, like I said, you know, with any um, corporation or government entity, it'll take six to ten years. So yeah. there'll be all kinds of well, uh, committee time, meetings. In and... time for Logan and my boys. Right, yeah. We'll by the time, good. by the time the next generation is up there, we'll be okay. We'll be ready to go. <laughs> so, uh, but back to the NFL. Uh, Packers Vikings three nothing. Um, are we in the second quarter? Yeah, uh, end of the first. Going to the yep. second quarter. So uh, this game is important because Green Bay, I think, can clinch. Number one, can they clinch the one seed here? I don't know. I think I, they can. I don't know. But and you also want them to win because it just means that if, the, if they win, the Eagles, the Eagles are in the playoffs. Yeah. If you would have told me at two and five that the Eagles were going to clinch a playoff spot before week seventeen, whew. yeah, crazy, crazy. Two and five, this team was um, nine and seven now. I'll take it. So I'm trying to think of some of the other games today that like are Colts? worth mentioning. Yeah, so Colts, Raiders. Raiders, Colts. There was a chance all week that Carson Wentz wasn't going to play because he's unvaccinated and he was in COVID protocols. He was able to get back probably only be due to the reduction in oh in, in everything and that's going on. He was on. taken off the list yesterday, but he wasn't cleared so, until right, he this needed, morning. I think he had to test negative again. Um. Which apparently he did. And good. Good. Because he he played. But the Colts couldn't get it done against Las Vegas. No, and and Wentz didn't – he didn't play awful, but he didn't play Had a lucky touchdown to T.Y. Hilton. (laughs) Did you see that? Yes. Yes. Bounced off a Colton two Raiders. He also missed a wide-open T.Y. Hilton. And I don't know that it would have been for a touchdown, but it would have put him in the red zone probably. Um, This was the big game for me in the pool because I took Las Vegas. There you go. Um, I also took Miami. So I so climbed, doesn't, doesn't I climbed help. up <laughs> doesn't about help a month all. ago. I climbed up and was like on the verge and then had poopy weeks like three weeks in a row. And so that ended that. So I, I think I have three wrong right now. I think uh, I took Arizona over Dallas. That was a good well, one for me. Let's just put it this me. way. I've stopped checking during the weeks because I have been doing so poorly. So, um, But I this was a re- really good year for me. I was sitting – you know, in the upper part of the pack, but we we talked about weeks ago. Well, not on the show, but like ten weeks in, the top like thirteen were separated by like four. Yeah, yeah. Which with you know only half the season gone, there's a lot of shuffling that can happen. So I, I'm I'm sitting okay there, um, so that the Vegas 
uh, Indianapolis game was a big one for me because I took the Raiders and I was, uh, I'm not happy that the Raiders win because the Raiders are not a team that I like. Sorry, uh, John Madden. I, I apologize for uh, talking ill of uh, your franchise the, the week uh, that you passed away, which crazy timing there with all that. Yeah. You know, I, I talked about it with uh, Coach Steve on Wednesday on that show because it had just happened. Right. But we talked about via text and everything about all Madden that aired on Christmas day, you know, just over a week ago. Uh, I watched it early last week, just a couple of one or two days after it aired. Uh, I know you had watched it, right? I haven't. Seen oh, I thought it. you said you watched it. So it was on and I, but it was only the last half hour and I was like, Oh, oh so that's we'll watch right. it all together right. once. It's really good. It's really well done. I love documentaries, Austin especially when it comes it. to sports and history and especially like world war two and things like that. It, it's great. And, it's funny because the people watching, because I know my dad and my uncle are watching, they know John Madden, the coach. Yeah. Like that. Whoa. Don't know what happened there. That was really wacky. Oh. Came back. I'm going to just unplug that. <laughs> um, yeah. They know John Madden, the coach. Um, we know John Madden the broadcast i mean they obviously know him the broadcaster yeah. too but they knew him from coaching um that that was who like when when you're big into to football when you think about it when you're um you know in your 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 teen years and your 20s when that's kind of like your big focal point uh john madden is coaching um because that was in the 70s uh, i didn't realize how good of a coach he was until yeah. seeing the record i knew he had won the super bowl and all that i also didn't realize he got that job when he was like 32 right like that's insane right um well the documentary realize, is so good i didn't realize that he had been drafted by the eagles yeah and never played um but yeah like it's um I'm I'm excited to sit down and watch it with Austin because he wants to watch it too. He only knows Madden by the name and the, the next f- generation, the right? right? Yeah, it's I mean, and that's all the memorials coming out for him is I mean it's really from people that paid attention to football from this essentially the '60s. I don't know if you were following him as a player, um, but up and coming guy becomes the coach of the Raiders and, you know, at, at least 50 years, the seventies to the 2020s. I know he's been out of the spotlight for the last almost what, 10 years or so now, but the video it game feels longer to me than that. Like yeah. it feels like it should be like 15 plus. Honestly, yeah. It's but... what? 2010, 2011. I think it was like 2010. Yeah. Or 20, yeah. But John Madden just resonates across football. And honestly, I, I felt growing up and, I don't know why, because it wasn't my dad. I felt like people didn't like John Madden. No, I felt like people made fun of him, and I was right. like, no, I like that's John That's kind of how I feel. And honestly, like I feel like, yeah, I was kind of in the, oh, like, he says goofy stuff all the time. Like, like oh, I, I thought goof. people like, made fun of him, but maybe yeah. it was just everyone's way of embracing the silliness of it, but also it was still right. so much reverence and respect. I, I don't know. It's just I was actually surprised by the amount of people that were – saddened by it and like jumped on the opportunity to express their love and admiration for him and watching the documentary you see how many people just absolutely loved and adored him and that he was so kind and passionate right yes he i mean we talked i've talked about it i think i talked about it with coach steve a few days ago but 
when you do a documentary and you ask the biggest, brightest stars past and present to appear on the documentary and none of them turn you down. Right. Or like you have Lawrence Taylor being like, I'm not doing anything for the NFL. Screw like basically screw the NFL. I don't care. Oh, it's for John Madden. I'm here. Right. Like right. that's, that is, you know, he essentially, I know he didn't always, he wasn't a speak softly guy, but speak softly and carry a big stick. You know, right. he's kind of, that's John Madden. Right. Yeah. You know, he, he, he was goofy and he had a lot of colloquialisms and, but he made people understand the game. Right, and, and he's the reason he made it fun. So many people understand the game and love the game, and and yeah, growing up, once he went to Fox, became that guy. Like that yeah. '94 Fox football yeah. through his time in, like we said, around 2010. Like those 15 years, like you wanted to be hearing John Madden. Like when I turned on a football game, because this was before Red Zone. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, it's not Pat and John. Right. It also like, in like again. I, like, I can't I believe think Pat Summerall's been dead for eight I years know. now, too. I just feel like, man, like that stuff, like when you when you heard him calling the game, you knew it was the big game. Like you knew, like in my head, I just am thinking like Eagles, Cowboys, you know, like, well, like that's what I'm thinking of. Thanksgiving it, calls, those are always the oh best. Like him on Thanksgiving. And him explaining the turducken, turducken is And like how he changed that industry. Tea. Like he changed like the restaurant industry. Yes. And, and the poultry industry. Yes. Well, and he, like the whole like turkey leg celebration, like all that stuff. Like, and oh, then you have the video game. Which is, it's, I, I, he, you, I, you could argue you could argue is the biggest, biggest influence in, on, right. I mean, it's hard. He won a Super Bowl as a coach. So like, that's tough, but like, honestly, but I think that's what people mentioned but, third. Right. And here's the crazy part though, but it sounds crazy, but there's a Super Bowl winner every year. Somebody wins a Super Bowl every year. Right. Like people don't make games that change in industry that often. Sporting games well, and, exist in the way they do because of the Matt. football game. Because yes. the players care about that game. Well, they talk about it now, they, right? Well, they have they have people on the sidelines that change ratings of game based on like the players. Sorry, change the ratings of the players based on like the games and stuff. And, the week adjustments and the players care when they change. They, they lobby go up or down. They, they are get, lobbying and they get furious mad. if they. And now down. they have that ninety nine club for like the yes. second, third, or fourth year and. You know, they only do a handful of them and, and they get the players get presented with like swag. Yes. And they fight for it. Like they <laughs> I need to be a ninety-nine. I need to be a ninety-nine. And that is Madden. And and the best part, and I wish they would have done more in the documentary, but there's been articles written about it be- all right. before all this, about how Madden wanted to do this and there the there were so many limitations in the video game industry. They they wanted to do seven on seven. Uh. They, they and he, he's like and, and and the guys talk. Well, maybe we take the tackles away and just have a few linemen here, or, you know, or just the center. And, and basically, John Madden's like, "You take away the linemen, it's not football." Like, <laughs> you know, and, and he was like, "It's eleven, eleven, or nothing." And that's what they ended up doing. And of course, that was before there was a licensing deal with the NFL. Right. So you essentially have like they're not knockoff cards, but like speaking about getting in the trading cards, the current company Panini has NFL. NBA, um, and a few other things. They Are don't they getting MLB. They though? don't have thought... no. That's all going to uh, fanatics. Everything's oh, that, go, right. everything's that, going right. to fanatics. That's, right. that's a few years away though. But Panini has NFL and NBA with Players Association and the leagues. 
both NBA and NFL. They have players association in baseball, but nothing with the teams. So you can get through Panini major league professional baseball cards that have the players pictures and names, but all the teams just list the city or the location. So if you get a Bryce Harper card, they'll find a picture of him in his Phillies uniform. But if you, if the helmet's looking at you, the P will be airbrushed away and their uniforms will be changed. So they always try to get them swinging where you're not going to see it. And you only see the name on the back and then it'll just say Philadelphia instead of Philadelphia Phillies. Um, That's how the early John Madden football games were. It was, Washington versus Dallas or Philadelphia versus Dallas or Miami versus Dallas. Because my dad and I played that game all the time. And uh, I would get very angry when he would beat me. Um, I used to accuse my dad when he would beat me of video games when I was little. I used to accuse him of staying home and working on the games while I was at school. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure my dad did that with uh, the Sega Genesis that we were playing, which is sitting right over there with... Actually, I'm going to go get it, so you're going to have to vamp for a second No, that's here. fine. Yeah. I, I actually, my dad and I still bring this up. I used to accuse him of staying home and programming the game um, while I was at school, um, which, again, now, like, I feel like it's only a matter of time till Austin probably throws those things at me, and I probably, I, I hope I handle it with the uh, the patience that my, my dad handled it, because, like, I'll... I don't know. That that would make me angry as I'm as I'm whooping Austin in in whatever football game where we decide to play. Um, but yeah, it's I I distinctly remember playing those early Madden games. Um, honestly, the first place I played them was at my cousin's. So my cousin Andy um, playing like at their house. Uh, because he had had the early ones and here man, you go. it was just it was great. I believe this is the third ever game. This is John Madden Football 1993. So this game came out in 1992, and I believe the first two were just called John Madden Football. They eventually started adding the years, but look at that! Look at that photo. Yeah. So these are the games that my dad and I would play, um, and they used to have the ambulance come yes. out. Yes, I like. Oh man, I, it really makes me. You want said, to I, rem- I distinctly remember one. The bad news is his helmet came off. The good news is his head wasn't in it. Like, <laughs> yes, I don't know why I don't have Madden '95. <laughs> I have '93, '94, and '96. If you're watching the stream, I still have these. The games better be inside. I never checked. Yeah, there we go. I used to rotate. I would buy. Ooh, I would buy Madden that. one year, and then I'd buy college football the next year, and then I got buy my Madden. my address inside and everything. Let's see. Let's, let's see. This is uh Oh, these are okay. So these are the dynasty teams you could play with. Here, Madden NFL oh, 94 player ratings: the 78 Steelers, the 79 Rams. There's the 80 Eagles. Yeah, of course you put that team in. QB one. Yes. That's no player names. Um. So, but QB one was Ron Jaworski, I believe. So. Well, he would have been. Was this? This is 80. Eagles, it was 80. Right? Jaworski was the quarterback. Yeah. All-time Dolphins, QB1. Or number, why is that one circled? Yeah, I wonder why that one circled. Let's see. Did I disparage the Eagles or the, or the Cowboys in here? I mean, they would have been two or the Patriots were nobodies then, so I obviously didn't. Apparently, I liked the quarterback for the Chiefs in Madden 94. The, the, the fullback. Would that have been Joe Montana? When was he with the Chiefs? I don't know. I don't know. But the, apparently, the fullback for the Browns? The fullback for the Seahawks, the wide receiver tight end for the all-time Raiders, 
Oh, the fullback for the Steelers. I wonder who that was. <laughs> so halfback for the Dolphins. That's Larry Zonka. I mean, but he would probably be a fullback. Oh yeah. So I don't know what my um my notes here are for this Madden '94. I wish I could remember. Might have to pop it in the old that's Sega it. Genesis and and figure it out. Um, but yeah, that's the, honestly that this cartridge has probably not been opened since the '90s. So. Um, but then, of course, we moved on to the uh, Nintendo 64 and then the PlayStation 2 and then the Xbox era. And um, my dad can't beat me in anything anymore. I remember he played me Xbox once and I was up like 50 something at halftime. So not not very fun for him, but he can just remember beating me in John Madden football 93 uh, 94, 95, 96. Uh, Cause after then, hey, that's back when the Cowboys were good. <laughs> Someone's been texting me. Oh, of course it's him. Oh, he wants to know if they're worth any money. Probably not. I mean, they're pre owned. I mean, this, the 96 one doesn't have the booklet. The 94 has everything. Of course, Honestly, I, I wrote it. You could probably it. get a few bucks for them. They're not going to be like crazy money, but you, you get a few bucks for them. Um, 93 still has got the book in here and this one was mine. So 93 and 94, are were gifted to me um like these are have always been mine now this one might have been bought but it was second hand right, right when it was bought um i don't know why i don't have 95 so so weird to not have that one um and the, the thing is like now like looking back on it, especially how big like i had every game but you you don't keep the old games because no. why why would right. you keep the why old would games? you do that right but now i'm like man it would be cool to have everyone everyone and like my copies, you know, that's why right, I get right. into. No, yeah. I get into with with the toys and collectibles that I have. Like it's cool to get the stuff that I had when I was a kid. Like that entire area over there is dedicated to Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters toys. But very few of the ones over there are mine uh, right. from childhood because those are opened right. and were played, and played with. with. <laughs> and sitting back there is one of them under all the Bulldogs jerseys. Um, which I showed off on another podcast I did when I reviewed Ghostbusters Afterlife because it came <laughs> up of how long have I been a fan. And I was like, well, I have the receipts. Let me show you. Um, but yeah, so John Madden, um, I don't know what, what they're going to do. I mean, tributes have been rolling out because of the Goliath that he was for the entire industry from playing, coaching, broadcasting, and the peripheral, including the video games. The, the NFL has to do something. I mean, it's so wacky and crazy to me that it took until, what, 2006 for him to get into the Hall of Fame? Right. That That's really weird. And I think he – did he go in the same year as Aikman or Favre? Uh, it was Aikman because Favre wasn't retired right. yet, um, which those were two of his guys, like right. broadcasting. Aikman was in the 90s. Favre was in the 2000s. Um, those were two of his guys. And like the, the talking about the all Madden team, like how yeah. it wasn't just like the guys putting up the numbers. It was no. the guys that were playing the game because they were, pl- I, I don't yeah. want to get back into the previous topic, right. but like that is, they were playing the game because they were there to play the game and win and win for their team. It wasn't about anything else. Right. They wanted to play to win the game. You play, they play win to win the, the game. game. And those all Madden guys, like that, the one with, and I know you don't, you don't want to hear about it, but Nate Newton, like the whole yeah. segment. Oh, you didn't see it yet. No. There's a whole segment right. on Nate Newton and like the reverence that he had for John and that like he was like awestruck when John knew who he was. And then right. the all Madden team debuts and Nate Newton's on like the five of the first six years or something like ridiculous like that. Um, 
So I don't know what the NFL is going to end up doing for, for John Madden. There's a bunch of stuff thrown out there, but um, I feel like you probably need to do something because what uh, what a once in a generation, probably not even that because there's multiple generations right. throughout the NFL and he has been a, a cornerstone figure for I have most of thoughts. the last 50 I, years. So I, I don't know how they would feel about this, but like – like from the Madden point of view, but I feel like they should make they should make the All Pro team the Madden All Pro team. Well, so someone like, has mentioned that, um, but, but but for the know. reasons that I just mentioned, they don't want to rename the All Pro team to the All Madden team because the All Pro team is based on statistics right. and things like that, and that's right. not right. what Madden was right. at all. Um, I don't know the again. They well, need why, to figure something out. Why there. not make it the John Madden Pro Football Hall of Fame? Like, I feel like that's the most. Well, like, and it fits because he 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 played. He was not a Hall of Fame player, but he he played. He was Hall of Fame coach. We've talked about it. He's, he's broadcasting icon. Hall, broadcasting changed the game and contributor to the game in terms of the he game. Could be inducted as a coach For, as a. As a broadcast, and see maybe broadcast of the video game. The icon. See, I don't think stuff. it is. I think broadcasting it has its, has own, its own thing, and, and then, then the contributor can be. He should be in the. He should be in three times. ways. Yeah. So I think that's the. But of course, I don't know how much the NFL has to do with the Pro Football because it's the Pro Football it Hall of Fame. It's not it the, NFL, it's not Hall the Fame, NFL Hall of Fame because there was Pro Football before in the NFL, and there, there's Pro Football now that is not the NFL. It's just we associate it most closely with yes, the NFL. Yes. So I don't know how much pull or connective tissue there is with the NFL, um, but something probably should or hopefully will be done. Well, that's so it's a little off topic, but it just reminds me of that, like the the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame is pro basketball. All, it's all or, basketball, oh, even college so, and everything. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So like. It's this like weird. Com- com- I say weird. It's not that kind. Com- it's it's basketball. It's the basketball Hall of Fame. Um, now there are other Hall of Fames, you know, that kind of break it down a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. But man, what what an icon! Changed the game in so many ways. Um, yeah. So before we end here, let's quickly run through what we know so far of the the playoffs. So right now. Uh, Green Bay's up on Minnesota six nothing. I think if Green Bay wins, they clinch no, number one seed. I hope so. The NFC two seed, I believe, right now is the Rams. Yes. Uh, followed by Dallas. Uh, is Dallas in three? Yeah, because they fell out of the two. No, is Tampa? Where's Tampa in that though? I don't know. Actually, is Tampa two? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know all the records off the top of my head, so I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to figure out where. And it it's crazy because I should just yeah. pull it up. I should pull up uh, where it is, so I'm not trying to do this. All right, what's the updated playoff picture? Is there a list? Here we go. Yeah, here we go. All right, well, we were in the NFC list, so let's jump to the NFC. Oh, good. You're going to make me open the app to see that. Cool. It's not like I, I hope it's a video. It's not like I had the article. I hope it's a video. I had the article up. You couldn't just. Are you? <laughs> oh, my God. So Green Bay, 12 and three, currently winning right now. Rams were second at 12 and four. Buccaneers were third at 12 and four. Dallas fourth at 11 and five. 
only in front of Arizona because they're a division winner. Arizona right. is the five seed. But Arizona could win. Arizona could win their division right. still with a win next week and a Rams loss. San Francisco is the six, and the Eagles are the seven with the Saints and Vikings still in the hunt. Yeah. The Vikings have the least amount of right. probability to make it, and if they lose tonight, I think they're I out. I think they're out, yeah. So it just comes down to the Saints then, which if they lose tonight, we know the Eagles clinch, and they are now down Right, it comes down scores. to Saints and Niners, I believe. Um, so there you have it. Those are your seven teams in the NFC right now in order. Packers, Rams, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers, Eagles. The big thing about the – the Cowboys was that dropped them out of the two seed. They were the two, um, which means if you win your wild card game, you get a, a second home game. Um, but now they would get the one home game and then have to go on the road. In theory, if if the two seed wins, if the two seed loses, then that that changes lots of stuff. In the AFC, things got really crazy today. The, yes, they the did. The Titans jumped to the one after their victory over my Dolphins. They're 11 and 5. Kansas City dropped to the two at 11 and 5 after their loss to the Bengals, who the Bengals are now in third and won their division at 10 and 6. Next, and the AFC's leader are the Bills, and the Bills I believe can clinch with a win this coming Sunday. Yeah. So Bills win the division if they win. If they lose, they and, need the and Dolphins the, to and beat the Patriots. And the Patriots win the division. Right. If the Bills lose and New England wins, New England's the champ. If the Bills win, the Bills are the champs. If the Bills and Patriots lose, the Bills are the champs. What if they end up the and have to play each other in the first round, too? That would be um, interesting. That's what it would be right now. Right, right. Huh. Um, so New England's five, Indianapolis is six, and the Chargers are seven. The Raiders are the first team out. The Steelers still in the hunt. They'd have to win tomorrow night and in the season finale and get help. The Ravens, I thought they had it today, but yeah. they didn't. The Rams came back to win, and they're sitting at eight and eight just a few weeks ago. A month ago, they were the number one seed in they're the AFC, and, and now they're the eighth They've seed. They've lost five in a row. First team out. Injuries have caught up with them. They have... 18 guys, I think, on IR or something like that. It's just caught up to them. They're down their top five cornerbacks. Like, yeah. Well, they had, had all those issues over the, the preseason and training camp and right. everything of, of guys getting injured right. in the defensive backfield. They weathered the storm and a the running bit, backs. but it just, yeah. It caught up to them. Well, Lamar basically, Jackson basically not like, played. Right, right. Like, the attrition that the preseason took on the team left them almost no room for error in terms of injuries. During the season, and then injuries during the season continued to pile up, and then they just weren't good enough. Yeah. So that's it for us. Uh, week 17, almost in the books. We've got the rest of the Vikings-Packers games now, and then tomorrow night we have Steelers-Browns. Browns have been eliminated. Steelers yeah. still alive um, for the time being. If they lose tomorrow night, they will be knocked out as well. Um, so... so Interesting twist to the Brown stuff that like Odell is doing well in LA. Yeah, the Browns have a lot of questions to answer this offseason. Yeah, they um, do. With with Baker primary uh chief among them. So we'll see what happens with 
with the Browns. But we got another week of the regular season to go. A lot of interesting and juicy matchups to come. I'm excited to hear what games are going to be moved around because they're apparently moving two games to Saturday. Oh, okay. I saw all the games were on Sunday. I was like, man, Sunday's going to be crazy next week. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, there's two flex games to Saturday because there's no college football left. That game is Monday. I don't know that they tomorrow. would do it, but like they should flex the two NFC West games to Saturday. Like, but they have to be played at the same time. Okay, <laughs> they won't do that. But uh, so um, I believe that's what I what I read right. that there will be two games moved to Saturday. What? They have to make decisions on on then who's in the late. Like they'll move time slots. I believe the Sunday night game is in stone. I don't think they changed that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to to remember everything that I saw and read uh, over the last 36 hours about the uh, op- options in. The so Steelers are alive, but they have to win tomorrow. They right? have to win tomorrow, yeah. and they'll still need help, probably. Yes, but, yes. But so yeah. the the Week 18 schedule as it is right now has all games on Sunday, but I'm pretty sure there's two flex games. Um, Oh, you know what? They do not have a Sunday night game listed here, so so they have to flex that game too. Um, see if there's a. Here we go. Let's see what this says. Uh, at the moment, there's not a game currently lined up to be played Sunday night. The NFL has a ton of games lined up for Sunday afternoon, but there's not one currently placed in that Sunday night football time slot. Uh, due to the NFL's flex- flex- flexible scheduling procedures that are in place, it's safe to say one will end up in Sunday Night Football. Yeah, f- yes, thank you. Could you just – here are the games that should be in contention. Raiders, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, Rams. I think Raiders, Chargers, because I think that could be a game where winners in, losers home. Yes, I believe you're right. Like, I think Eagles – Eagles Cowboys could be interesting because Cowboys could go to play to, for some jockeying position wise. Absolutely. Same point. Like they can't get to the one seed. If they can't get to the one, like do they rest guys? I guess it depends on how they look at the matchups of who it could be. Right. It becomes a dangerous game when it you're does. trying to. I don't know that you want to pick pick your team. You know, we talked about in other sports of and because the NFL or NHL has talked about doing it like the one seed gets to pick who they want to play. That's dangerous to me. Oh heck yeah! I do not want to be that. Um, I just, we talked about I talked about with Coach Steve about how all, I always want Wilson to be the underdog. Like right. I always want them right. to be. We joke about it because like you have it ready to like tweet out, but like I don't want to be favored. <laughs> no, I don't want to be favored at all. I, I hate that. I it's not it's not a it's not where I want to be. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I thought I, I read that they were going to be moving two games to Saturday, but maybe they want everyone on Sunday just because then they feel like everyone has the same amount of time in between. <laughs> What if the they move games. like I don't know who Jackson is? Who does Jacksonville play next week? Like, I, but like, maybe it's Houston. <laughs> no, they no, they so played twice. But imagine if they played Houston twice, or if they only played once and they were playing next week, and they're like, "All right, you guys, like, we're just gonna put you guys on Saturday, like, and make you play Colts and Jags." So Colts need to win that game, though. Colts Jaguars, yeah. <laughs> watch, watch Trevor Lawrence light it up next week. <laughs> Um, honestly, there there's some games that matter, but a lot of like Washington and the Giants, Bengals and Browns. Now Bengals can still be rising there, yeah, like especially if happens. the Chiefs would lose, right? 
Now, I don't think they're going to. Right. But. And so, and like I said, the two seed doesn't matter in terms of the buy, but it matters in terms of that second home game, you know, which is a big deal. So, it'll be right. interesting. Yeah, lots, for lots sure. And lots of like parts that can have to work themselves out next week, which is exactly what the NFL wants. <laughs> oh, for sure. 100%. So, yep. Well done once again by the, uh, the schedulers, um, well done by the NFL with the product because, man, is it up in the air. I know a lot of people will be like, it's Green Bay. Green Bay's going to win. I, I mean, we've talked about it how many times. Green Bay has not proven that they can no, make and, it to the Super Bowl. And when I look at them, I'm not like, oh, that's that's by far a dominant team. Well, they're good. They're they're very good. But I don't look at them like, oh, they're they're a dominant, unbeatable team. No, way. Uh, the, I feel like the NFC is a little bit more top heavy. Like I trust the NFC's like top four more than I will trust the AFC's top four. But I think the AFC's seven might be stronger than the NFC seven. Do you understand what you I'm tell, saying? Yeah, you tell me. Like when you watch the Eagles, you're not like, hey, there's a playoff team. <laughs> well, but see, like if the Raiders make it, I don't like. Someone was saying today that. Or Depending on how it plays out, about how the could you have see blown some games this year? And I could see any of the seven in the AFC, not 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 even talking about the NFC, any of the seven that make in the AFC winning the Super Bowl. And I have to wait until that's finalized, but I feel like that's a possibility. But I, I just the Raiders are not one that I'm like, yeah, they're going to win the Super Bowl. But again, the Buccaneers were what seven and five at one point last year, and then went yeah. on that run at the end of the year, and you know we know what happened there. So See, I look at it though, I look at that as a little different because they got hot. I know they lost to the Saints at one point there late, but like they got hot. Well, that was like week thirteen or something, right? They got hot, and we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, we didn't even talk about AB. You didn't get up. You didn't take your shirt off and leave. <laughs> that was that was the cue. That was the cue. <laughs> yeah, Antonio Brown. Whew, boy. Okay. Wow. No longer a buck. There's pictures of the wild video of him leaving the field, then him See, walking off not, and getting an Uber to the right, airport. I guess not that it's gonna happen. Not that it would happen. But if I'm the Bucks, I suspend him without pay and keep him on the roster though. Because no one's I picking don't, him up. I, Never said, dude. <laughs> fool me once. Right. How how many times have we said that? Fool about me twenty seven times. <laughs> how, many, how many how many times have we said that about AB? Oh well, this is it. This is his last shot. <laughs> no, I think somebody said it again. They're like, Mike Tomlin deserves like Hall of Fame. He Holding put up with this for team. nine years. He held it together with him. Well, and Levy and Bell too. Like yeah, like I know. And this is another. This is another one of those where you have those people that. They're the people that the NFL teams, the owners can do no wrong, and then there's the ones where the players can do no wrong. All the people are like, yeah, Levy and Bell should sit out. Like, What has he done since he sat <laughs> out? What has Antonio Brown since he became the diva at the end of the season, what, three or four years ago? Since he like was that like, no. he did Facebook Live right he did something and yeah. no, the playoff wasn't it after a playoff game or something Mike Tomlin is talking to the team about how they should stay off of social media and he's live, he's streaming. live streaming it on Facebook Live from the locker room Yeah I mean yeah. I I know you hate you hate the Steelers and I know there's plenty of people out there but I, I <laughs> <laughs> double slip. Double slip. Was that AJ Dillon or was that Aaron Jones? I think it was Dillon. <laughs> and no, it was Aaron it was Jones. Jones. <laughs> um I, I think Pittsburgh's crazy if they want to try to move on from Mike Tomlin. 
Because it hired. happens every year. He'd be hired in a heartbeat. And here, he, they're not moving on. Um, it's the Steelers. It's the, well, it's the Steelers and the, the Rooney family. Right. They don't listen to there the have fans been, when it comes what, to that What's stuff. the thing? There's been more Popes since... Than Steelers Than head Steelers coaches. head coaches since like 1960-something. Right. Like, yeah. And it's not that close. No, it's not <laughs> like, that close. There's been significantly more Popes. <laughs> the only one that's gotten beat is the, the Queen. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Still going strong. Yeah. All right, well, here we are, <laughs> wrapping up for the, like the third time this show, but we are going to go for now because we are done. So thanks for tuning in to episode 345 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We're, oh, uh, there are games next Saturday. There we go. I knew I was right. 4.30 and 8.15 next Just Saturday. ABC, ESPN. Um, then there'll be games on Sunday afternoon and evening, and then Sunday night football. So all that will be announced probably tomorrow already. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I don't. Unless, I mean, unless no, they think, because they no. can't flex teams on Tuesday. Well, and also, and honestly, we might wake up to knowing it. Like the NFL might, as soon as this Packers Viking, they could know it at halftime. They, they, if they, the Packers are going to win this game, they, they have know it. They know out. already. They know already. They may announce it at halftime. They Who could. Knows? They very well could. I hope they do. I would like to know. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, because, um, happy anniversary. Two two days ago to the Dolphins, twenty years since the last uh, playoff victory. Good job, fellas, making sure that that goes another year. Uh, appreciate that for now. What is more than half my life? <laughs> I mean, it's been, it was more than half my life last year too. I actually was right in the middle, I think. So, yeah, great job, good job there. Appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Streak continues. Pop the champagne. <laughs> oh, that's a different. It's a, no, it's that it's that meme where he's celebrating. He's like sixth yeah. on the pedestal. Yes, he's he's biting the medal, popping the champagne, and he's in sixth place. Yeah, that's pretty that's much good. how I am as an Eagles fan right now. I'm well, like, I mean, yeah, that's, like we can make playoffs. People, are like, you're not that good. You're gonna lose. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, talked about Shaden Fruit earlier about Pitt losing. That's what Pitt does every year. Winning the ACC, congratulations, 11-3, and three, losing to Michigan State. Right. And also, I hate Temple and Rutgers, too. There we go. We'll put a bow on it right there. End the show right now. All right, we'll be back in one week's time to have nearly all of the playoff stuff sewn up other than the Sunday night game that will be happening while we do this. Two Saturday games. 13 Sunday, well, 14 Sunday games, 13 day games, and then the one night game. And then NFL regular season really is in the book. Next Sunday, and then the playoffs begin. Super Bowl is not till the day before Valentine's Day. So, of all the years for President's Day to be as late as possible, like, oh my gosh! Yeah, one year, one one year, one time, it'll happen. It's coming. Um, maybe in the next CBA, they'll push it to eighteen regular season games, and we'll have a twenty-week regular season. There'll be two buys. Uh, craziness is happening. Um, Packers just went up, scored again right before half, so they're about to be up at least. No, they're already up at least yeah, 19 I don't nothing. think the Vikings with a backup quarterback are going to outscore them by 20 the rest of the way. Hope no one was uh, depending on Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson in their fantasy championship. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about any of that. Yeah, nothing to talk about there. No, only that if I didn't lose by one and a half points two weeks ago, I would be winning the league that we're in. No, no, we don't want to talk about that. <sighs> we going to have a first-time winner this year, no matter what? No, Adam won, won okay. the first year he was in, the second right. year of the league he won, and hasn't won since. So he hasn't won since 2006. Okay. But Nick, who has been in it every year we've done it since 2005, has never won, and I believe needs 10 points from Deontay Johnson tomorrow night against the Browns to win his first ever 
title. And in that's Ben's what, last home game on a Monday night. Like, and I said to you, if I was Nick, I would text everyone, and be like, "I'm the champ. I'm out. See ya." <laughs> <laughs> and just be done after what 16, 16 seasons or 16, 17 seasons, whatever long we've been doing this, uh, to make it all the they way might through. Want to the guard end. Devontae, Devontae Adams, might so. be a good idea. Yeah. So, all right, that's it for Justin and me on episode three forty five of the Joe Mays and JR show. We'll be back next Sunday night, January 9th, twenty twenty two, for episode three forty six, talking more NFL football. Until then, thanks for listening. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JoeMaysAndJRaff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>